0: Welcome to Busted Biscuits, I'm Jen Stanley, I'm Jill Super, and we're so glad that you decided to join us today. This is our first episode ever. We're so excited. We are Thank so you. excited. So what we want to talk about today is what Busted Biscuit is and why you want to be one.
1: Yes, okay. much based on our trailer. That yes, is what that's we we what we promised yes. we'd
0: be t- talking about. So first of all, we want to kind of tell you who you're listening to so that you kind of get a background on, on uh, what we're about, where we're, what we're from, backgrounds, that kind of thing. So, okay, I'm Jen Stanley, and I had been Jennifer Stanley for the longest time. When I moved to Pennsylvania about eight and a half years ago, my name got changed. Like, I didn't choose to change it. It just got changed. And I've since embraced it. I'm no longer Jennifer and just Jen, right? (coughs) So I even refer to myself that way. Um, I come with about 24 years experience in mental health. Um, So I've been in community mental health. I've done um, crisis work. I've done um, home health. And in th- the last, like, three and a half years, I've had um, private practice. And so, I absolutely love it. It doesn't feel like work. So, like, I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing because I, I'm very passionate about what I do, and I absolutely love it. Um, my husband, Todd, is, uh, is a pastor, and we've been in full-time ministry. The majority of our marriage will be, it'll be 24 years in January. So, um, we've just hit that marker. Wee. And, yeah, right. And then we have... Three girls, um, and a granddaughter, and then a dog named Elvis and a, a cat named Pumpkin that live at our house. And so <laughs> <laughs> we specialize in hormones, <laughs> right? And so, <laughs> um, but w- we we love people. And so
1: um, yeah, that that's who I am. What about you, Jill? Uh, I have had a varied career. I started out in uh, communications field and worked for there about worked there about ten years, and then decided um, well I didn't decide God decided for me, but Got sent back to school, to nursing school, um, uh-huh. and I've spent the last 10 years as a nurse. Um, about five years ago, I went back and got a master's degree in informatics, mm-hmm. and that just basically means I, I bridge the gap between people and technology. Um, and so I, I help, and help get projects off the ground um, and, and help people understand how to use new technology. Um, I guess that'd probably be the best way to say it, but it kind of is a little bit of a bridge between where you're at and where you need to go. And Mm -hmm. so, um, that kind of ties in with the theme of what we're looking for. Right. So uh, building those healthy relationships, how do we get there and bridging that gap? So, and how did we find each other? Uh, we met, well, I was involved in some small groups and, uh, we got to back it up because you came to freedom. So Todd and I I were doing freedom um nice.
0: and you joined that class and so i met you first then but you were super quiet and like yeah i didn't I know i didn't know you were as super as you <laughs> are now
1: <laughs> i'm still super you're quiet you're so though.
0: well <laughs>
1: you're super awesome okay so oh. then okay then you were in small groups so uh yes so f- freedom first then small groups and then someone said to me hey you know i was trying to figure out where i was going next with work and my career and my life and someone said hey go go talk to jen she she'd be able to help you for sure and so I came in here, and we started talking. I came to see you, and we started talking, and it didn't even, didn't even last long. It just turned into a, uh, basically a friendship yeah. that kind of was created out of nowhere fr- right. for both of us. Unexpectedly, I
0: think. <laughs> yes. Right.
1: Yes. Uh, w- I don't think we expected to connect nearly as deep as we did when we first started talking. Right. And it didn't happen. It was no time at all.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. it was really good. Like, uh, it feels like God brought us together. Absolutely. I, d- I, I would say that for sure. Too. So, Busted Biscuits, like, um, what? how did we even come to get that name or what that even is? Um, so, it's, it's kind of, it first came to me as a, an example that I would use in counseling um, in my sessions with people about, like, um, we often we approach life like a can of biscuits, like a, a sealed can of biscuits, and we are life and relationships, right? And so, like, we're really rigid. It's like, it's there's no bend to it. It's sealed. Nothing's going in. Nothing's coming out. Like, it's just, um, we got to hold it all together. Yeah. It's just super structured and like not relaxed at all. Right. Absolutely. But when you're a busted can of biscuits, (laughs) that's the (laughs) biscuits coming out. That's after the pop, pop, uh, with the busted can of biscuits, like you just letting it all hang out. right? Right. And so like learning how to be yourself and okay with yourself, like being okay with the ugly that you,
1: that's inside. Right. And so like, and knowing that, like learning that it's not ugly. It's just who you are. It makes you who you are and it's special. It's actually so special. It is.
0: And so like learning how to embrace that and be okay with it. And at the same time, like, like have friends that you feel comfortable being a busted cannabis gets with, right? Like finding some place to like just really be yourself. And so uh, that would kind of lead to like
1: how we actually got this started. Right. We, um, had been with this again small groups and had made uh, a small group of friends uh, there were about 10 of us, eight uh, of uh, us? Uh, yeah nine tens like that yeah Um. so we spent a little bit of time together decided we were gonna um, there was a, f- a one in the group who was turning 50 she'd never been to the beach we decided hey what wouldn't it be fun to go to the beach for her birthday uh, so we all came together and said yeah we're gonna do it and we spent a year just kind of meeting every month making sure we were connecting a little bit ahead of time Um, and then there were a couple of people who were friends of the birthday girl who got invited along as well. Um, hadn't really been spending time with Mm -hmm. us, but you know, we welcomed them obviously. Um, and then when we got there to the beach, to the beach, uh, the, the comments from those few people who hadn't been spending time with us, it was just kind of, um, kind of just, you know, in awe at how we had all developed this relationship and how open and how honest and Mm -hmm. how, um. How not, um,
0: well, not catty, catty. you know, and and like how it felt easy, right? Right. So like the whole weekend, it was Labor Day weekend. We didn't have the TV on one time, right? Right. And uh, we just spent time hanging out and and sharing about stuff, sharing about the things we were proud of, the things that we needed to work on, the things that we wanted to kind of process and talk through and just being together. And so there was no judgment in that. It just was super safe. And so um, hearing from these gals that hadn't been there before like, we began to really understand that what we have here is unique. Like this isn't all that common. Like there are people that have good solid friendships, but there's quite a few that don't. Right. And so that's kind of what gave us the idea to like, we should really share this, right? Like we should be
1: letting people know what it looks like to be open and vulnerable and have good solid friendships. Absolutely. And so from there, it just kind of took on a, a life of its own where we came back afterwards and we said, you know, how do we do this? And so we prayed a little bit about it. And Mm -hmm. really we, God just has kind of pushed us along. Um, For us, it's been more of a, oh, look, I got this, you know, this idea, this, this is this thought, or this happened here. Maybe we should Mm -hmm. use that as an example. And when we initially started talking, we were like, how do we figure out what kind of content to even put out here? And now we have a, a, you know, a list as long as our arms to say, like, here's, here's what, here's what we could be talking about because Mm -hmm. our eyes have been opened and this is what we see, um, this is how we see it right? right like you had talked a little bit uh, you want to talk about social media oh yeah well I mean I think so often anymore
0: um people don't know how to have face-to-face conversations right like particularly the younger generations who've never had one like we're on the cusp of like the internet was invented while we were in high school right <laughs> <laughs> and yes. so like we know what it was like to to have friends that didn't have an email address um or a, um a Instagram profile right Um, but the younger generations that have grown with social media and so they don't know how to have face-to-face conversations and, uh, it's easier to communicate sometimes over, over text. Like it's not as vulnerable. It's also easier to be mean over text because you're not looking (laughs) face-to-face. Like sometimes you say things like when we were younger, if you were mean to someone, you, you had to say it to them and you watched their face respond and receive that message and you saw the pain that you were causing. Like with social media, like we've lost that you know, and so people don't, uh, they don't have to see the pain that they're causing for someone else. Um, and so like, I, I think teaching how to have conversations, you know, like how to talk to someone, how to, um, approach someone and like have, say hard things, you know, and, and be vulnerable in that. Like, I think that's really, I think that's an important piece
1: of what we're doing. Yeah, I would agree. How do you, uh, Let's talk about vulnerability if, for a minute Okay, since sure. we came to that topic. Yeah. How, how do you address that in these scenarios, in these situations where people are just so closed off and, and hardened and like a can of biscuits? Like we've been talking, how do we, how yes, do we, can? yeah.
0: You know, I think it's about taking a risk, honestly. Um, I think it's about finding the right people that you feel like you can take a risk with. Um, you have to understand it, it may not go well. Right. Like right. on your first try, you might not find the right group of people that um, that you connect to. Um, but it's about it, it's about trying again. You know, it's about making yourself available to them. You know, um, it's about growing. It's about uh, finding your identity and who you are so that you aren't looking to friends to tell you your identity. Right. Like once you are solid in that, it's way easier to be vulnerable
1: um, because you don't have to worry about um, rejection as much. I think, too, it's also uh, when you know who you are, you know who you fit with. Yes. Um, so then you, you know, you, you can build that courage up to be able to reach out and seek people who are someone who, who you're going to mesh well with. And you can mm-hmm. build that trusting relationship with as well.
0: Well, and so I've he- talked about this before, particularly with my friends. But, like, there's a shirt that I saw on Facebook that says, <laughs> I'm not for everyone. Yep. Right? And so <laughs> I took a screenshot of that and I saved it to my phone and it just was like freeing for me to understand that not everybody is going to think I'm amazing, right? And so that means I need to find the people that do think I'm amazing and spend time with them. I don't need to be wasting my time trying to convince everyone that I'm, I'm worthy to be their friend, right? Or that I'm worth it. Like I just need to find the people that like me and be their friend. And so, I mean, that was just a huge eye opener for me and, and I, I
1: quit trying so hard. If that makes sense. It does. It does. I feel like that's like those those one of those pivotal moments in life where you're like, oh, I get it now. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I, I, I don't have to try. I don't have to pretend. I don't have to, like you said, convince other people that I'm worth worth being in a relationship with. Right. Um, and so that's probably, you know, on the list of, of the short list of items of things to identify in your life. Like, is it is it worth it to make the effort um, to, you know, to continue to feel like you're fighting to fit in or do you just say okay I'm gonna wait I'm gonna I'm gonna take a look I'm gonna do the the internal work that's needed to figure out who I am and then walk out the door and and the people that I I am gonna best connect with are gonna be there when I get there yes
0: yeah that's good and like understanding that it's okay to to leave a friend group and look for another one right and not in a hurtful mean way you know it's not like you you reject them but you're like you know what this just isn't working for me and I'm gonna kind of move on like, that's okay, I think. Yeah. So what about you? What do you think is makes it hard to be vulnerable? Um,
1: I think, I mean, well, if you're asking me it, as a woman, uh, I, mean I p- probably have a hundred different answers to that question. Yep. But I think first and foremost is uh, as a woman, I always feel like I have to have it together. I always mm-hmm. have to feel like I've got everything under control and, I'm, you know, everything's all going to work out. And, and for me personally, realizing that that, is not the case. And I don't always have to have it together. And the less I have it together, the more human I appear (laughs) to some of these other people in my life. Um, So I I feel like, you know, control is probably one of those things that you have to kind of learn where that line is, where that Mm -hmm. balance is. And, and know that you cannot control every situation and own that and just give it up to God. Like for me personally, I can give it up to God and know that it's going to work out the way that it's supposed to. Um, I'm going to connect with the people that I'm supposed to. the The end result is going to be what it's supposed to, and not because I've pushed it in a direction, one direction mm-hmm. or another. So,
0: well, and I think too, we just had this conversation earlier this evening about like it's okay to ask for someone to come alongside you. Yes, right. Yes, and that um, that there is some there's vulnerability in that because we tell ourselves we should be strong enough to handle whatever we're facing on our own. Right. And so that it will appear weak if I ask someone to come and be my support
1: system, come and be my friend.
0: But that's not, that's not,
1: that's not normal though. Right. Uh, but we've, we've interpreted society in that way. Like you have to be solid, you have to stand your ground, almost like you were using with the examples of social media where you're be being mean, right? Like mm-hmm. we have to be able to take it. We have to be able to give it. And mm-hmm. the reality is it, it that isn't, that isn't the way that it's meant to be. Right. So. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay, so you want to ask me why? What makes it hard to be vulnerable?
1: Yeah, what does what makes it hard to mm. be vulnerable Jen? for me? <laughs> for you?
0: Um, I I think, um, maybe worrying about what people are going to do with the information, right? Like, can the person that I'm sharing this with can they hold the space for that? You know, like, are they going to uh, make fun of me? Are they going to think it's stupid? Are they going to dismiss it that my feelings aren't important? Um. Are are they going to have a reason why what's going that's going on with them is is uh, more important than what's going on with me? Right, uh, I think that that would be something d- you know fearing that it won't be entertained.
1: Absolutely, so
0: validated will wh- be validated.
1: Well, then how do you how do you combat that? How do you combat that feeling like that instinct? Because truly it is an instinct that just says don't do it, don't do it, don't get don't don't let them in. Right, protect yourself at all costs. How do you how do you start to break down that wall and and um, allow people in and start to begin to figure out how you can trust someone to be that person um, in your life?
0: Well, so I think a f- couple things come to mind. Um, I think you check references, <laughs> <laughs> right? right? You talk to someone else that's friends with that person and kind of get a vibe, you know, because people know. People know if th- that person's safe or not. Mm-hmm. They're going to know if they tell secrets or if they're going to make fun of you, you know. So ask around, is this person someone I can share with? You know, I think that's one way. Uh, I think then you also offer some crumbs. You drop a little bit down and see what happens with it, right? And so can they handle that? Does it get back to you that they were talking about it someplace else, right? Um, And and that's something we're going to talk about later on is, like, how to be a good friend and so um, how to not be the person that's telling the crumbs, right, Right. and, like, what that looks like. And so that's a preview for at some point down the road. That will be a conversation that we have here. But um, I think you test it out. And then you recognize that it is a risk. Uh, oh, and I also think that you observe for a little while, right? Like, when you get into a new group, like, take a minute to watch what's going on. Take a minute to kind of see what happens. And, um, like, don't – I think one or two things happen when you in, end up in a new group. You either – one, you, you don't say anything ever, and you're that, that solid can of biscuits – I was that way
1: for a while. I'm going to be honest. Okay.
0: (laughs) True. I'll agree with that. (laughs) Or you're the opposite where you overshare, like where you tell every hurt you've ever had in your entire life at the very, very first meeting. Like, hi, I'm Jen Stanley and here's my dirt. Right. (laughs) And so like, I think what needs to happen is somewhere in between that. Right. I do think we have to take a minute and watch. We need to observe what's going on, you know, and see what's happening and uh, get a vibe, get a feel for who we can trust. You know, I also think we pray and ask the Holy Spirit to lead us in that. Like who should we
1: be trusting and 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 lean into what we feel. And then so we test it out. So I think what just to kind of summarize what you're saying is it's a lot of internal it's it's a little bit of internal work first. So we get to that point where we can be that friend and do those things for other people. But when we when we start down this path, we have to think about what it is we want. And the type of friend that we can be for other people, mm-hmm. and then kind of observe, listen, pay attention to, um, and and figure out—you know—does is this someone who who aligns with what I'm looking for in a relationship or in a friendship? Right.
0: Okay. Yeah. And so ma- maybe you also start with with um, when you start sharing, you share something that has already been healed in you, right? That doesn't necessarily have a hold pain. That's great. But that's yeah. something that you um, that would be. True and personal to you, but doesn't hold the same. Well I guess pains the word, and so like and see how that goes, right? So you share something that you've healed from, and then see what they do with that. And if they can hold space for that, and um, and
1: and respect that, and you not know. judge, and not make yeah, you not use it against you in some way. I, I know that we we say these things, and they're kind of negative things that we're putting out there, but. These are things that we have all experienced oh in relationships. Yeah. And so, Definitely. you know, calling them out and, and saying, hey, you know, that's that's something that uh, I don't want in a relationship. We can identify that. That's great. And that that's it's good that we have that as a, a baseline. Mm-hmm. Um, that's some of the internal work that needs to be done. But I think as well, we have to allow space to grow. That's right. Oh yeah. Um, for people to change and to 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 grow into who it is that, um that they're going b- to be in, in life. And so in our relationships, uh, I think I say this because, you know, we, we've talked a little bit b- about before, uh, us personally, about how um, we, we used to be that girl, right? Yes. Like there are moments in our life where oh, man. we have not been. Where we've blown <laughs> it, right? Like that's definitely something I want to cover. Episode one
0: <laughs> is that. So those of you that listen to this and know me personally, as we go through this, if you listen to more than one episode, right, which I hope you do, uh, as we go through these things and we talk about uh, life events and we say, hey, this is something that you shouldn't do, you know, or th- "or this is how you do something. I am confident that you will be able to look at my life and go, you know what, I was with Jen Stanley and she did that very thing that was bad. Like she was the one that was talking smack. She was the one that what didn't hold space for my feelings. She was the one that dismissed me in some way. And so, like, I, I, I want to have a disclaimer to say, you're right. I did. Right? <laughs> yes, so, absolutely. And so I want to reserve the right to get better, yeah. to, to improve, and to not be the person that I was 20 years ago, 15 years ago, five years, last week. Like, I, I, I want to grow and, and be who God's created me to be. And so you are not wrong. There will be stuff that you will go, oh, my gosh, I remember her doing that. How can she tell me? How can she sit there? She's such a hypocrite. Uh, maybe, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be a hypocrite. I want to grow. Right. And so I, I, I do want to I ask for space to do that.
1: Yeah, I think in in using our personal relationship as an example, one of those things that we have done is identify like, oh, look, I used to do it that way. Right. Mm-hmm. And now and uh, now I've seen it. I can see it differently. And oh, I didn't realize I don't think I realized that, that that I may have hurt someone in saying this thing. Right. But, but um, I'm definitely going to pay attention to that now going forward. Like so. You know we're out here owning our mistakes as well, but we're also growing from them and trying not to repeat the same ones. We may make new mistakes. Oh yeah. And we may we may even backslide and repeat things and fall into old habits. It's really easy to do, but we're willing to call ourselves out on it or call each other out on it because that's what our friendship is. Absolutely. And so, um, uh, just making it a point to live and to improve and to grow each each day that we that we get here.
0: So in in interest of being vulnerable to our audience, mm. uh, <laughs> what, are, what are you feeling worried about when it comes to starting this process? Like when you're starting Busted Biscuits, what feels um,
1: uh, insecure, unsafe? What are you worried about? Uh, I think for me, I had lost my voice for so long, like uh, in in just through a lot of different things that happened in my life. I mean, uh, if you look back at my life, my life is definitely not perfect. So mm-hmm. I'm one of those people who, you know... <laughs> I've got a lot of baggage and a lot of dirt behind me, um, ruts in my road, so to speak. And so, uh, you know, my life, my life is not perfect. And so as I go through this, it's, it's using my voice. Um, it's using my voice, speaking, speaking what God has to say through me and making sure that I am true to how I want to live going forward. I've done a lot of, you know, personal internal growth kind of things and we uh, just moved forward through it and, and moved past a lot of it. And so, um, I don't think, I don't think that, um, I think my nerves are more about speaking and, and getting up in front of people and talking about this stuff. Yeah. It's on my heart. It's super heavy in my heart. It's, it's everything that I feel like I'm supposed to be doing right now, but having the courage to step out and do it is where I, is where I probably struggle the most.
0: Yeah. How about you? Well, I was trying to think as I was asked you that question, like, what's my answer? Um, And it may be what I just said, that worried that when people, um, you know, hear me talking, say, what do you, who does she think she is? You know? And yeah. so, um, so yeah, so th- I guess that's my, I put out my disclaimer on purpose because I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty, I feel insecure <laughs> about that, right? That people are going to say, who does she think she is telling us how to have relationships? You know, she sucks at it or she did suck at it or whatever it was. And so, or she hurt me and, you know, um, and so here she thinks that she can tell people what to do, but she's not any good at it either. So, like, that's that's probably what I would be insecure about.
1: Well, and I think, too, uh, so one of the things I know we were going to talk about today was biscuit banters. Yes. Uh, you want to go ahead and talk, tell them Well, yeah, that sure.
0: Okay. So, uh, at least locally, something that we're wanting to do um, is provide opportunities. We're, gonna, we're calling it biscuit banter. And um, it's where we're going to get together and um, uh, kind of in smaller group settings, sit around some tables as women, and uh, talk about... These things, like we're wanting to like model this type of, of interaction and this type of social, um, I don't know, so, social skills, maybe, right? Yep. And so, like, teach it, like you know, how to have good conversations, right? Um, body like w- language, you know, w- how to read social cues, um, how to be a good friend. What are you doing that's making you a bad friend? You <laughs> know um, that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, identifying who, w- identifying what it is you want in a friend, and what you don't want in a friend, and being able to tell whether or not you do those things as a friend, and and really just working through some of that, some of that. Um, I- the, like going through the process to, to figure out who you are right, and identify who you are so that you can, can find your people.
0: Yes, absolutely. And so I think um, just taking the time to, to work through that. I think that uh, some of the banter sessions will inform our podcast. And then I also think our podcast will inform some of the, the banter sessions. Like I think um, th- these things are going to like go hand in hand. And so I, I'm expecting them to, to operate together. You know, and so for now, the the biscuit banter will be local to Indiana, Pennsylvania, in our area. But you know, at some point, if it goes out further, we're we'll more than happy to take it the show on the road, Woohoo. right? And so, <laughs> <laughs> so we want some airline miles. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, anyway, so like we're just gonna see how that goes, and and um, and just want to share what what we, I don't know, what we've experienced
1: and what we found to
0: work and what we found that hasn't worked.
1: So then, what is next? What is what can they expect with our next podcast? I know this one we kind of just introduced ourselves, gave a little bit of history and background on what we're doing and why we're here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so w- so what comes next? Do we know what comes next?
0: Well, um, I think we're going to talk a little bit about, um, I think we should talk about how to be a good friend. Okay. You know, I think really uh, talking about the traits of what a good friend has, you know, and what it, what it means to be a good friend um and then what what do we do that maybe unknowingly makes us a bad friend you know what i mean gotcha.
1: because i don't think that we always are aware of those things agree agree okay so then um as we get ready to wrap up this uh this uh, podcast what uh what would you like to leave the listeners with
0: oh well hmm. that was something we didn't talk about <laughs> beforehand so <laughs> fill a smidge on the spot um <laughs> What do I want to leave them with? Uh, encouragement, <laughs> right? With yeah. hope. Let's leave them with hope. Okay. Uh, That's <laughs> a perfect idea. Right? I mean, hope that, like, it doesn't have to stay the way it is, right? And right. so, like, you don't, to, um, it, you don't have to stay where you are. That like, as a clinician and as a Christian, like, I wholeheartedly believe that we can change. And, and I n- whenever someone says you can't teach an old dog new tricks, I get super annoyed by that. Because, like, my Heavenly Father says you can and so, like, I, I want to be a new person. I want to constantly be growing and changing. And, and, like, that sanctification process, my belief system is that it is a, um, I've forgotten the word, <laughs> um, stepwise. That it's, um, it's going to come to me in the middle of my talking. But the, the sanctification is a process. And that um, we never fully arrive. Like, we're constantly uh, growing and changing and looking more like Jesus. And, like, the closer we get to him, the more junk we see right? And so uh, I, I don't ever want anyone to feel hopeless or think that the, the way my life is right now is how it's going to be the rest of my life. Uh, I say no way. It doesn't have to be. Things can change. And so uh, stick with us, hang out with us, and we'll do what we can to share what we
1: know and offer hope. What do you want to leave them with? Uh, no, I, th- I kind of think that was, uh, You liked it. I liked that ending. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, I would say the only other thing I would add is the hopelessness. Like I know there's a lot of hopelessness out there, Feeling like you just can't connect, feeling like you don't belong, but at the end of the day, um, you haven't tried everything, so don't give up. Mm-hmm. Much like you said, you know, have hope, have faith that God will guide you where you need to go, and that God is going to use us to help. If you're listening, to help influence your life in a way that's going to be for the better, um, we're going to be able to, we're going to be able to share what He has for you. Yeah, on this on this podcast, definitely. So. so it's very exciting. Yeah, I'm excited to see where we go. All right, well then, uh, do you want to do you want to touch on the, um, how often we will be posting and well so far. Do you want to share that?
0: Well, um, we haven't picked what day yet, so you'll know at some point because this is what day this will be on, right? So, <laughs> um, but, but I think, um, we're I think we're wanting to post weekly. We're gonna do our best to make sure that there's content out there at once a week. And so, like, like you mentioned earlier, we got a long list of things, so it'll be a little while before we run out of topics. And so, we're hoping that we'll continue to get more of those. Um, you know, we'll we'll have guests from time to time. Um, we might we'll share more of our own stories. We'll have other people come and sharing their stories. We're gonna offer resources. Um, we've got big plans. So um, so hang with us until and next time. And when we bust some biscuits.